Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, you haven't been sucked through a time warp. I just got sick a week before Halloween. It's episode 31 of the Penthouse Basements podcast. We discuss several topics that are at least a month old, including a spoiler-free 2017 It review, we try and sell Rachel on the merits of Halloween, and we share memories of the career of the late, great Tom Petty. Don't worry, we also discuss some timeless topics, including does the Princess Bride still hold up? And we have some gripes about Saturday Night Live. So strap yourself in for the month-old podcast experience that is episode 31 of the Penthouse Basements podcast. locking the door so trick-or-treaters don't come. Oh yeah, we don't have any candy to give out because we ate it all already. Only beer to give to the children. Well David, you might have forgotten Rachel hates laughter puppies in Halloween. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. One of the things, one of the main things we're going to try to do today is sell Rachel on Halloween. And by the end of this podcast, she's going to be a Halloweenie. <laughs> Halloweenie. Okay, first let's start out with the most famous podcast segment of all time. Oh, no, I can't, we can't do that yet. Who's here? No one's here. It's Some all people are ghosts. Here. Some people are here. Right now, I'm going to introduce the panel for today's episode. I'm here with... Pete the Snake Pinocchio. <laughs> Rachel, I'm most afraid of Pete's snake. <laughs> <laughs> we all are afraid of Pete's snake. Zazie, afraid yet intrigued by Pete Snake. Thank you. And your fearless host, David, the dead man, Lamasid. Okay, now it's time. I'm sorry. I'm so, I always get so excited about what's up, yo. I was jumping, jumping the gun about it. I seriously the gun. feel like it's been a minute, too, since I've gotten one. You have, it has been a while since you've been on this show. Not even me being on the show. I mean, you did, like, the fake episode where you were on Pete's radio station. <laughs> there hasn't been an actual What's Up Yo since June. This, it's been a while. Well, we've been, um, we've been, um, what is, subletting Pete's, uh, Pete's radio show for because uh, gotta get, we got to get Zazie on. Zazie hasn't come on yet. Well, yeah. I missed the one time, and then you never invited me oh, back. I'll invite you back before the end of the year. Okay. I'm Figure ready. out. Figure out what dates in November. I'm ready whenever you are. December. Or 
Alrighty, let's do What's Up Yo, everyone's favorite podcast segment. Pete, what's up, yo? What's up, yo? Well, uh, as everyone knows, I play in one of the hottest go-go bands in the D.C. Oh, metro oh! area, the Re-Up Band, and we have some shows coming up. You can go on Facebook and just search for uh, Re-Up Band with a hyphen, and you'll find uh, our uh, webpage, and it has uh, all our shows and everything. And we have a... A song that's being played on WKYS right now. It's nice. called Let's Go, 93.9 WKYS, one of the longest standing uh, radio stations in the DC metro area. Ooh, nice. Now, last time you were, on, we, you were on the show and you tried to explain what go go music was. Mm -hmm. For the people that either were there and didn't understand or the people that weren't there, what is go-go music? What is go-go music? Well, it is a uh, polyrhythmic. Mm, many rhythms. Many rhythms. So it's mainly the polyrhythms comes between the interplay of the drum kit and the congos. Oh, nice. So that's what um, you've everyone in the DC area you've heard go-go. Like I said, you probably pulled up to like a stoplight and there's an African American gentleman in an SUV probably playing go-go music, but you're just not aware that you're. Or hanging by the skate park here. Hanging by the skate park, yeah, the skate park on Rhode Island Avenue. There's probably yeah, yeah. people playing. So uh, yeah, it's like for the most part, just not not just known in DC. There's like weird pockets throughout the world. Like in Germany, it's actually kind of big because a lot of black servicemen are in Germany, and there's actually clubs that are like almost exclusively that play uh, go-go music, and a lot of uh, wow. a lot of the DC go-go uh, artists. Uh, go to Germany and Japan, too. Pete, it nice. is native to D.C., correct? Yes, yes. And I would say Chuck Brown is, you know, there's streets named after Chuck Brown. And his song, uh, Bustin' Loose, was kind of the proto-go-go song. But there's also, like, also elements of that in, like, Parliament Funkadelic and stuff. They almost kind of started in a way with the whole call and response thing. Mm -hmm. So it kind of evolved from, like, uh, like many different things. For me, and I, I don't know if this is true because I once tried to describe uh, Go-Go on another podcast that no longer exists, but I uh, helped Go-Go's <laughs> Have You Heard DC, and I was immediately told, you're a dum-dum, get out of our space. Um, but I feel like it's sort of like reggae Mary scream punk with like a really heavy drum beat. Uh, yeah, there's something to that. I feel like, because when I heard Go-Go, I was expecting 70s-esque music, and that was not what I heard. Yeah, because a, I mean, a lot of people, if they're introducing someone to Go-Go, they might just play like a live performance of, uh, of someone playing, and that's, that's a lot different than what's... Uh, like radio songs and stuff because it's a lot more wild sounding like if you hear like you know uh, like Backyard like a live performance they're probably one like Backyard and Junkyard are two of the most famous uh, DC go-go groups and October 14th we're playing with Junkyard Ooh. so we'll nice. be playing with uh, this is our I think this will be our second time playing with a really big group first time was kind of a letdown because it was people weren't coming to see us mm -hmm. and that was a weird feeling after playing 30 shows when everyone was coming to see us. We played somewhere where like, oh, people aren't really coming to see us. So it took a little getting used to like not being um, the main attraction. Kind of like when Double Stuff 
and Thanksgiving 2007 perform, you know, we're not like the main, we're not like the Well, they didn't section. bring anybody else either, to, to our credit. We'll get to that. I was we'll somebody in the that. audience. I would, just to tack on, because I don't know GoGo because I'm hip or cool, but I actually learned about it at a really cool event in D.C. and uh, through a documentary worth watching that Henry Rollins helped oh, yeah. Yeah, he's to been. put together, which was an all-day go-go and punk rock fest at 9.30, where mm -hmm. they debuted a documentary called D.C. Dan. Mm -hmm. um, D.C. Disco Dan? Disco Dan. Yeah. Thank you. And it's that's a documentary. Uh -huh. It's all about this tag artist, Disco Dan, and mm -hmm. how the go-go scene grew up around him. It's got cameos from Marion Barry, and it talks about how DC was the murder capital of the world at the time, mm. and how Damn straight it was. the music really reflected the culture and the challenges at that time. It's, it's worth watching, and hilarious. What's Just kidding, of, it's not. Cities have really lost their edge lately. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of the documentary again? Uh, disco Dan. Cool Disco Dan. Cool Disco Dan. Cool dis I mean, just type in multiples of those words, and it'll probably come up. Yeah, Henry Rollins has done a good job of uh, actually re-releasing a lot of old go-go records, especially with this one group, uh, Trouble Funk. And for viewers who don't know, who's Henry Rollins? Uh, he was in... He was one of the new kids on the block, is that correct? No, what was no. the group he was in? Black Flag. Black Flag, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he also had a, a solo career yeah. in... A famous Beavis and Butthead episode when he was singing, Cause I'm a liar! Yeah! Which is one of the best uh, Beavis and Butthead episodes. Do nice. re-ups cover that? Uh, we could, we could. We cuss, we do cover a Justin Bieber song. Nice. Uh, and we nice. do it pretty good, too. Nice. Is it the one It's not Go sorry. Ahead and Love Yourself? No, it's I called a Heartbreaker. One. Can't get enough of it. Heartbreaker. Okay. Nice. Which is a Pat Benatar song. Yeah. Is that correct? Or Anna Led Zeppelin song. So many, it's, it's a, many, it's a uh, <laughs> popular, a lot of people, a lot of tortured artists out there getting their hearts broken. I, you I gave like the credit on that to Bieber? Yeah, it was like the Biebs on all of this. It's not the same song, it's just the same title. Oh, yeah. thank yeah. heavens. I was really worried. Thank yeah, heavens. Yeah. <laughs> what a we, rock and roll response. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Jeeves. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Check out the re-up. Big things coming from them. Great go-go group that Pete is a part of. Next, what's up, yo? I'll go. Um, last podcast, faux podcast, when I was on Pete's show, um, I talked about going to see It. Uh, about this, the Stephen King story about the clown that terrorizes a small town. Oh, the movie. You didn't just, like, movie. see yeah. it somewhere. See it, yeah. See, and we talked about that, how whenever you talk about the movie, because of that title, it's difficult to talk mm. about it because, you know, I went to see It. Oh, you went to What'd see, you see It. It. Uh, one of my favorite yeah. musicians. Who's up first? <laughs> and I, I listened to that repertoire. It's hilarious yeah, if you yeah. haven't listened to that. One of my favorite musicians is called That One Guy. There's mm. no way to explain that. Is he in the band? Uh, <laughs> there was. Did you guys used to watch Animaniacs? Yes. yes. There was a fantastic Slappy the Squirrel sketch that was a mockery of who's on first, 
but it was at Woodstock. Mm -hmm. So who's the band on stage? The band. Yes, the band. Yeah, because it was like the band, yes, and then the band, and then who? Like, all of, oh my gosh, it's wonderful. And all of yeah. the children's parents were like, that's funny, and the kids were like, I want to go play. No, I thought it was great, and then I showed it to my dad, who had shown me the who's on first, and he was like, so... Move. <laughs> so the parent was <laughs> ambivalent to the bit. It's unfortunate. Well, I just want to say I won't give away any spoilers. You saw the. Is nine... there a scary clown? There is a scary okay. clown. Um, is that just a? Gen Do you find all clowns well, scary, or is this one particularly? scary? We'll talk about this. So uh, during the show with Pete, um, I mentioned how I can like see why people think clowns are scary i get it and they can be creepy at times but i'm not one of those people that's like oh i gotta get away from clowns they freak me out like now this clown he just happens to be a clown that does creepy things he's not a creepy clown does that make sense yes <laughs> he's not designed to be creepy right so he does have a creepy voice, though. He has a weird, creepy voice. But he doesn't... Like, he looks like a clown. He looks like a clown. Do you want to circle back see. to this in our Halloween segment about how I am scared of all people in costumes and <laughs> clown makeup and always have been? Really? Do you want to circle back or do you want my story now? We'll circle. All right. No, tell it now. Tell it now. Well, I mean, I've just been scared of them my whole time. Like, we used to live really close to Disneyland when I was a kid, mm -hmm. which should be a child's dream. Um, I like the rides. But like we have this and old picture of my grandmother with who knew like how to take out a kid. That was was that Disneyland or World? Oh yeah, no, we're Californians. We don't oh, have alligators. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, go so, on. So um, <laughs> go on, Californians. So we have this like picture of like my mom or my grandmother with like the fox from the old um, Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah. And, uh, and like Mickey Mouse or something, and she's all happy and smiling. And you know, whenever my mom pulls out the album and shows people, she's like, you know where Rachel is? Hiding behind me, screaming her head off. Because she's <laughs> terrified of the people in costumes. And for me, I will tell you why. I do know why I am scared of them. Go on. For two reasons. One, I don't trust anyone where you can't see their face. Because mm -hmm. you can't really tell what they're thinking. And I think even as a young child, I knew that they probably weren't that happy inside. Wow. <laughs> they might have been, but they could have not been, and I didn't need to be a part of it. Very hot in those costumes. Yes. I have been, you know, they actually have fans, because I've actually been in my share of those costumes. I just am not, <laughs> not a fan of... Else in them. Yeah. But it's yeah. not Halloween. When, so uh, were you the no. only one in them when you were the one in it? I were hope you, so, at the time. There no, are I mean, fans, what are you talking about? Like, were you interacting <laughs> with other No, no, it was, it was oh, me. Okay. Maybe someone died in the costume and you were in there with a ghost. I mean, I'm sure that <laughs> happens. <laughs> so no furry conventions, got it. No. Yeah. So that, this is why you will not be dressing up the, re not, at the Renaissance I'm not fair. in the fan, no. Uh, there are many reasons on that, but no. And also, <laughs> I find, reason two, besides Go you can't on, trust yes. them, which... It's similar in the you can't trust them category, though. Some people, this. this is the Ren Faire problem, get way too into the character of the costume, mm, and I yeah. like to meet actual people, not the character that they are being for the moment. Mm. I don't meet that many people all yeah. the time, and so when I do, I like to meet the genuine human being, right. not a persona thereof. He like, does, when we yeah. improv, I, I know we're playing characters for a bit, and then we come back around and we know each other as people again. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, one guy at the Renaissance Festival, he got sewn into his character. He infected himself with the Black Death. <laughs> Millions died, all because of this one asshole. Yeah, so thank you gotta watch you. out for them. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Theater Major. Yeah. So I don't want to give any spoilers away, but if you saw the 90s TV movie, um, quick summary, it's a two-parter, the old TV movie. Part one is solely focused on the kids. That part holds up. Uh, the acting is really well. Part two is a bit of a shit show, but I think it holds up more than most people do. And Tim Curry is awesome. The new movie... Just focuses on the children, and I think it's good. It's better. There are things that the original movie does better, but overall, I think the new movie is better. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but you should go see it. It's a genuinely creepy horror movie, and it's a good story, too. Even if you're not, like, afraid of clowns or, like, modern horror movie jump scares don't really get to you, it's a genuinely interesting story. I can't even watch the commercials. Yeah. Can you answer a question for me about the commercials? Yes. Why are they in a sewer? Well, that goes into... Uh, <laughs> the, the clown lives down there. The clown lives in the yeah, sewer. Yeah, the evil... Well, I don't want to give the too clown. much away. The he lives clown in the sewer. lives down there, yes. Well, if you of do course. remember that great 90s young adult movie, Now and Then... Yes. <laughs> you'll remember that... The clutch sewer scene when the old scary man rescues the girls from getting drowned out of the sewer, it also dispels all of the myths they put in their head about him being this awful angry guy and you actually find out, spoiler alert, <laughs> he's the dead kid's dad. They do so, that you know a lot what? in 90 movies, do Just they? being inside a sewer doesn't necessarily <laughs> proclaim you evil. That's right. That's absolutely right. Even if he's dressed like a creepy clown. Or Tim yeah. Curry. Have you seen the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. They live in a sewer and they all seem perfectly well-adjusted. <laughs> You're a that is, that, is not, that is not the word I would use to describe the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well-adjusted. I am a sweet. <laughs> that is sweet. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. It. Go see it. It's good. I mean... There's so I should go see it or it? <gasps> ah, I just like the wordplay. Yeah, I'm never going to see it. For like a big budget <laughs> studio horror movie, like there hasn't been one better within the last year, two years um, probably. Did you go see it, Pete? No, no, Are you saying no. Saw 8 wasn't as good as it? <laughs> that one's called Jigsaw, I know. we saw the preview <laughs> for before it. Um, anyway. Could I... Before we move on, and I will, because I've interjected several times, I can give up my Tom Petty no, no, slash. Um, Go, I mean, we, we could. So I thought somebody was going to talk about Tom Petty for the What's Up Yo. But. Well, that was my plan, but I okay. would. But I do have a good it misunderstanding story. Go, go. When I was a child, mm -hmm. my parents legally changed my name. Unbeknownst to me. Depend lies. Ah! <laughs> uh, but originally my name was Jane. And Jane? Jane. Jane. Like, okay. Plain Jane. And for a whole list of reasons, they decided Jane wasn't the right name for me. They decided that pretty early on, like two weeks old, um, but waited a while to actually change it on my birth certificate. 
And in the interim, while they were trying to come up with a new name, my mom my, got really mad at my dad because he kept calling me it. Like, it needs to be changed. It needs to be and I learned about this, about my name change, and about the it calling. When I was seven or eight years old at a super snazzy restaurant in Marietta, Georgia called Squid Row. Uh, and it was an age in my life where gender roles were very important to me. So after I heard the story, I got up on my chair at Squid Row in Marietta, Georgia and said, Daddy, you shouldn't have called me it. You should have called me she it. <laughs> Go see it. Okay. Um, you can do Zazie's. What's up, yo? Zazie. You sure? I'm a talker. No, no. Go ahead. Um, That's why we have yeah. editing. <laughs> I, I thought about uh, leading up to the tumultuous events that gave me a giant bruise on my right buttocks and then and then made me closer to all of our team <laughs> uh, but I decided it's it, it's really important to me to uh, recognize Tom Petty's death uh, he's an amazing artist in my opinion got yeah. the opportunity to see him several times I think he really bridged this gap between or not bridged the gap but I think he represented he was sort of like Bruce Springsteen, but a nice guy, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like America, middle America, um, I don't know. I loved him. I love seeing him. A more folksy version of Springsteen. I could, like totally. Springsteen yeah. was like the bad boy on the wrong side of the tracks. Like, you're going to get on the back of my bike and we're going to ride out of this one horse town. But Tom Petty's we, like. Yeah, Tramps like us were born to run, you Right, know? yeah. Tom Petty's like, yeah, get in the back of my car and we'll go to the store. But he also, <laughs> one of my favorite, seeing him live, one of my favorite things was. Uh, he's very big on appreciating his audience, which I think is lovely, but he mm -hmm. just, like, every song, he points to the sky and then does, like, a prayer sign, and it's like, thank you, and then does the prayer sign out to the audience, thank you, thank you, back up to God, thank mm -hmm. you, and his keyboard player is so, like, in the background the whole time being like, thanks for noticing me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bizarre. But, um, it was a donkey with no tail. Yeah, I got really into Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty, mostly because Last Dance with Mary Jane, and I liked thinking I was cool because I smoked pot in high school. And he yeah. used to be named Jane. And, and, yeah. <laughs> nice. and um, uh, unless my mom's listening, which this is just all for the show. Show, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I did, I used to love this boy I had the biggest crush on him mm -hmm. I was one of the guys I had all these guy friends but there was one of the one of the guys that I was not the guy with boobs with I wanted to be the guy the girl whose boobs he touched <laughs> and it never happened and he called me crying because uh, his girlfriend he was worried she was going to cheat on him mm -hmm. and he was really upset about it and she did and I took him driving and played him that song you think he's gonna take you away <laughs> with his money and his cocaine but she'll listen to it in her heart and he felt so much better and then i dropped him off at his house and cried the whole drive home oh. 
John Moore, if you're listening. <laughs> you're a better, you're a good friend, Zazie. You're a good uh, friend. Uh, favorite petty song, Pete? Uh, I used to go to Ocean City, and there was a Tilt-A-Will thing by the boardwalk, and they always used to play uh, Here Comes My Girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, that's That nice. kind of stands up for that. Yeah. Rachel? I'm not smart at music. <laughs> Just say American Girl. American Girl is so good. <laughs> Like, I, all the songs that I've heard on, like, you know, the radio while they've been tributing to him, I have been like, oh, I like that, I like that, but I don't know who does what. The one thing you play also, what kind of music, Pete? Is it tributing? Is that a word? Or is it paying homage? Go, go. Or is it go, go. Tributing? Yeah. Tributing a word? No. Tributing. Oh, okay. Pardon me, sorry to be a grammar. Neither is shellacking, but y'all fell for that one. <laughs> I think shellacking is a word. Not I mean, with a K. That is a sheep Um, so, uh, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Traveling Wilburys. Pete, you know about them. So it was uh, Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, yeah. George Harrison. Roy Orbison. And George Harrison. Yes. Yeah. They were good. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're pretty powerhouse when you think about all the songs collectively, like those people have written together. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty amazing. That yeah. You can put their egos aside to make yeah, one of my younger memories, early MTV, the video for uh, Don't Come Around Here No More, where he's like the Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah. He's like yeah. eating uh, Alice, like the cake. Uh -huh. Like, I just like, that's one of the early music videos that like burned into my brain, like that image of him doing that. Eating a cake shaped like Alice? No, it, it, well, it, yeah, it was, but like she turned into a cake. So it was oh. her live, like hands and uh, head, but her body was a cake, and he's, like, eating the cake. Wait, was he the Mad Hatter? He was the Mad Hatter. I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks like the Mad Hatter. Yeah, he's yeah. got the, yeah. I was, wasn't allowed to watch MTV until Waterfalls by TLC. Wow. <laughs> oh. Stuck in my brain. Because your, your mom was like, you need to know the truth about chasing these things. Yeah. Watch MTV You're going to get AIDS and shot by gang members and drugs. Um. Yeah, Tom Petty. It seemed like every every other week in the '90s he was hosting SNL or the, yeah. the musical guests on SNL. Yeah, so, I don't you know. That. Yeah, I think he was actually friends with what's his name, Dick Eversole. Yeah, I think he was actually friends with with someone. Is yeah, Dick like Paul Schaefer or something? Paul Schaefer would have been gone by then in the '90s, right? I mean, he was still though. Letterman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did? No, it was the guy with the blonde hair and the ponytail G. forever Smith. and ever. G. Smith. Yeah. Yes. Maybe he was friends with G. E. Smith. The guy that was in the New York Dolls. Yeah, maybe. The same guy that was. He might oh, you talking about the guitar well, player? Who's yeah. He's oh, okay. The yeah, yeah, director yeah. Who's like the '90s? He was the. Uh, he was the. He was the 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 Lorne Michaels of. In the Lauren Michaels sandwich, so is Lauren Michaels like produce it? Dick Emerson, Saul, 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 yeah, Saul, yeah, and then, and then Lauren Michaels Saul. again. I never knew Lauren Michaels took a break. Yes, well, we don't have I'm to get worst into that. I'm the worst. I'm not Lauren on music. Yeah. Holy shit! Let me recommend to you, which if you listen to this podcast before, you might have heard. Um, it is a book that I own, um, live from New York. If you want to know. The History of SNL, you should read that book. It's like the full stop oral history uh, SNL book that you would read if you want to know what happened behind the scenes by the people that yeah. were on the show. Um, There's a, well, 
Yeah. May I borrow it after I finish Speaker for the Dead and We Killed? Yes. I was going to say, and We Killed, there's a lot of stuff about yeah. SNL in it. Um, okay. What's up, yo? Yes, Tom Petty, RIP. We missed you. Rachel, what's up, yo? I've been having fun at the public library because I'm a nerd. And so... Um, Have you seen many homeless men defecating? <laughs> no. There's a homeless guy there, though, who sleeps. Mm. And then, you know, leaves when the library closes. Uh, I learned one of the most effective, like, marketing for libraries recently when I was in Boise, Idaho. At the end of all their library signs, there's an exclamation point. Yeah. So you drive by and you're like, Library! Mm. You want to read so much more. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like an order. Like, library! Okay. Must turn now. I almost stopped in it. Even though I was not a resident of Boise, I thought, this seems exciting. So, I, uh, my dad sent me that there's a new book um, in this, uh, it's, I don't know if you can really call it a series. Like, there's one book, and then 200 years later, like, it's in the same town of kind of related ancestors and so this new book is 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 a mere 400 years later um and uh, and by it's my favorite book is the original so it's ken follett uh he wrote pillars of the earth and so pillars of the earth my favorite book just in the whole wide world it's a thousand pages and i've read it twice like i can't it's amazing and then um that's more pages than i've read ever i i am aware <laughs> everyone knows um uh, uh, What's it about? Um, it it sounds boring. It's about the building of a church, but like it's so good. You just really care about the characters, and it's I lovely. Have, have you read it? I actually have read it. That's All right, really there is a BBC miniseries, and it starred um, Eddie Redmayne, who like has now become a huge name. But like this was back before, and I fell for him when I saw the miniseries. What's he doing now? Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. Um, any part where it calls for him to look like a woman. Gotcha. Is there no the Danish girl um, in uh, the the one with Stephen Hawking where he played Stephen Hawking? Oh, he's Hawking. he's um he's oh, um, yeah. from Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. I've seen that movie more right. times than I can count. I yes, know who you're he's fantabulous. So anyway, he was he was it was a six part miniseries. He was in the whole first part and didn't speak ever, and I fell for him then. Mm. Like he was so good. It's like a silent uh, protagonist. He's just similar. Uh, he's not the protagonist till later. Somebody else is the protagonist early on. Or but anyway, Daniel so there's Day a Lewis new book, and I'm very excited. But the one, <laughs> the book I'm most excited about that I've put on hold and I cannot wait to get, and I'm going audiobook on this one, is As You Wish by Carrie Elways about the making of The Princess Bride. Oh, okay. I, I just learned it existed today. I immediately got on my library account on the computer because I know my password. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God, I cannot wait. Like, the hold should come in before my road trip this weekend. So, and it's because it wasn't available. I have the app for the uh, online downloads, but it wasn't in there because I went there first. So it's in CDs. So I'm going to be popping those CDs in my car the whole drive. Nice. So excited. Uh, go on, Zazie. You want to say something? Well, I just have a question. So I was recently at an airport bookstore. Yeah. Realizing I didn't have a book. Duty free. Looking for speaker of the mind. Uh, and no, it wasn't duty free. And in fact, well, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I was but, looking for the art of the deal. Uh, <laughs> but don't flush anymore. They had the princess bride in there. The book. The and so what? Read I, the book. It's so funny. Did the book come out before the movie? The book and the movie are written by the same person. The funniest part about the book is that it's it's called the abridged version. There is no unabridged version. And it totally had me fooled. Like, it says it's by somebody else. It's not. It's just by William Golden, 
Golding, who, by the way, also wrote my least favorite book, so it's The Irony Is Not Lost On Me. <laughs> so, um, Which came first? The book or the movie? The book. Okay. Then the movie. So but the pretty much Carrie together. So Elway, what's her name? Carrie Elway's? Yeah, Carrie Elway's. No, his name. Is she ready? He, him. Nope. I refuse to allow <laughs> any man besides Cary Grant to bear no, but that he, name. He's British, so that, that, that it's it, the same. fly out the window. Uh, point is, <laughs> I don't see gender. I don't see race. It doesn't matter. Uh, is she it about the is making, a guy. Is it about the making? Of, is it about the making of the book or the movie or both? The movie. He won part of the book. He was part of the movie. No, okay. he was over William Goldman's shoulder as he was writing the book. This is a book about the writing of the book. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. It's like, oh, the way you type that e. He's got a whole chapter. About Have you ever that. seen a little movie called The Shining? There are books about writing books. Yeah, but that's a movie. homesick we had a vhs tape that had the princess bride and inner space on it oh, and God. i would just watch those two movies over and over again if Z you have a stomach bug you watch inner space obviously mm -hmm. yeah. and then if it's a head cold princess bride mm -hmm. zazi uh is that one of your top movies you'd say princess, princess bride? bride yeah i probably wouldn't have thought if you asked me what are my top five movies but now that you say it i'm like oh heck yeah with, with, uh, with the princess yeah, Carrie Elwes? I, I don't think I've seen. Don't think you've seen it. What? No. Is, I know is the Carol Grease 2? Is Carrie Elwes right. No Grease 2 and no Princess Bride <laughs> I They're right on the same level. It's to be fair, I don't know anything about this. Is Carrie Elwes the guy that was also in Robin Hood Men and Tights? Fudge, yeah! Yes. Okay, I'm, a, I'm right there with you. Or and he was in Saul. Liar, Liar. He was in Saul? Yeah. <laughs> You're afraid of the club. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, that would be a horror movie I would not watch. For so sure. I saw pieces because Carrie always <laughs> has a special place in my heart. So here's the thing, fan of Princess Bride, I'm going to give you the case for why it's overrated. I enjoy it. What? I think it's very good. Fine. Soundtrack is dog shit. Who Other than to music? the Dire Straits. I don't listen to song. music. Other than the Dire Straits. Song. Songs of Swing. No, that's the oh. only <laughs> no, Dire Straits song I've Romeo and Juliet. That, oh, song is oh, from oh, that. Oh. that song is from that movie. But, like, every other, like, incidental track during the movie, it's just like somebody hit the demo button on a Casio. Uh -huh. Like, it's horrible. Hmm. Two, and I love Andre. Love Andre the Giant. Oh, you, for fuck's sake, give that man subtitles. You cannot understand a goddamn word he says. That's why you watch the movie a hundred times. <laughs> but, but if I have to watch it a hundred times. No, you need to put the subtitles on. Like, it's, you can't understand it. I don't know if it, I don't know the answer now. It's a chicken before the egg. Have I seen it a hundred times? Or no, the book I never came have first. That problem? Right. I just never, <laughs> uh, I've never read the book. 
And I can't I can't wait to read. I do recommend the book. The book's amazing. Um, I mean, other than that. Columbo also adds some cheesiness in it. Love me some Columbo and Fred Savage. I don't know why. What year did that come out? 87. I learned it today from a podcast. 87? I don't know why I didn't see that. I didn't really start doing heavy drugs till like (laughs) So it seems like it was in that time period where I could have watched it before. You should see it. Great it's movie. very good. It might be one of the most like quotable movies ever. Hmm. I'm just making. Big Lebowski the, would top it at that stage. I'm just making the case for Airplane? why it's not the best. Because like, the last time I rewatched it, I was like, I don't know. Hmm. It's good. It's on TV like every other week. But to get to your point about the soundtrack, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the movie is purposely campy. Yeah, like. There's there's parts with shitty acting, there's parts with shitty animals, and I think it was on purpose. Like, the way that they... Like, the music behind the sword fight is supposed to be like that. But then why have the Dire Straits song, which is arguably their best song? What? That is a beautiful song. I have More to than the Sultans of Swing? Well, I mean, for the... It, it's a really good love song. I don't know. But... Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good song. You, Why are you giving me I this I still, because I've never once paid attention to the music. I have to go watch it again. Well, you should. It's not I will. Great. I'm excited. It's not great. But I think there are other movies where that's the truth. That right, but we're not talking about the other movies. We're talking about the Forrest Princess Gump, Bride. good movie and good soundtrack. That's true. Yes. It's true. Context never <laughs> reveals any insight about anything. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Maybe you could recut it. With music you think that should be in there. Nah, I'm too lazy. Too the lazy. soundtrack's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, that's what's up, yo, in the books. Thank you, everyone. Could I ask uh, a question of our host? Go on. Where's your bathroom? <laughs> if you're listening, if you're a big fan, if you have long hair, short hair, no hair, please come out to The Pinch the first Tuesday of every month and see free live improv comedy with the penthouse basements and various other groups any idea who might be performing uh, next, next show one of the groups is african americans and mm-hmm. we still need a second group um which well, is a great plug that um if you're interested you can email us at the penthouse basements we also have are thinking about putting a, a link. gmail uh yep the penthouse basements at gmail.com yes um you can also check us out on facebook search for the penthouse basements what about twitter twitter is uh, uh, improv underscore PB you can find us on there and YouTube just search for the penthouse basements mm. nice Excellent. yeah we also have two shows coming up at the Highwood oh yeah Ooh, we have uh, <laughs> uh, and in the, we're in their new more theatrical space where we can't see the audience <laughs> we have one coming up on Friday November 10th at 7.30pm and Friday December 15th at 7.30pm and there are tickets for those. You have to go to highwood.com or Highwood Theater. So I don't know. It always comes up when I Google it. I already have three people coming to our November show. Sweet. So November Highwood show? Yes. Yeah, so you guys awesome. got to get some people out soon. One yeah. is one of my closest friends from Atlanta. I've known her since I was 13. Nice. She's coming up to visit and planned her trip so she could come see us perform. And get your tickets soon because it will sell out. sell out. That's how Pete got me to the first show I saw at the Highwood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got introduced. And I was the only one there, damn it. So both of y'all were like... Yeah, yeah, that was our first show together, yeah. I learned about it from the meetup group. Mm. Nice. Yes. Mm. See people? Nice. I don't know they're... Oh, I'm good. No. It's the Highwoods meetup group. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. But I was taking a class and they were like, go see as much improv as you can to 
do improv, see improv. And the way it was did it described work out? online was, um, well, it did, and I'll tell you why. It was described online as one where it's very interactive and that you get to drink while you're It there. sure was. So I thought, excellent. <laughs> Sounds like two things as a beginning improviser. I thought the group was Hilarious. Mm. So talented. And then the booze helped. No, it was a really good show. Talked with folks afterwards. And I don't know if it was you, David, or Jeremy, but one of you said to me, well, I'm only one-on-one, but I'm really getting into it. Like, I drank the Kool-Aid. And you go, well, we're missing vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Jeremy that said that. And I think Allison had Definitely just wasn't left. Dave, I don't know. Yeah, Allison had just She had a baby, God. Yeah. Oh, Worst new thing life. you can do in improv is new, have a No, baby. you know what? Then you get a new improver in 17 to 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to come from Portland. It's just investing. <laughs> he's going to be sick of putting birds on things, and he's going to come back here. Yeah, uh, I remember when I saw you there... I'm developing really bad face amnesia. I thought you face were amnesia. I thought you were uh, Jeremy. I thought you were Jeremy's uh, girlfriend. No, I was she sitting was next to also. her. She was there. Yeah, but yeah, I was but sitting next to her. I saw you, and like you gave me a look of like, oh, like a, uh, a familiar look. I was like, oh, I must, I must know her. I was like. Is that Jeremy's girlfriend? He's got multiple girlfriends. <laughs> Sister and Like Ollie. Wives. Like Ollie, who brings a side chick to, uh, <laughs> to JR's. Uh, well, that is a huge compliment. She's a very beautiful woman. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. You can say whatever you want. I also was... I hope up. Ollie's fiancé doesn't listen to this either. Or, no one listens to this. Or she knows about Ollie's side chick. <laughs> I do and my mom does. And on that note... I was good friends with Ollie. Yeah. Your mom is good friends with Ollie. No, We're I was, was going to say I He's was... He's got one in every country. <laughs> <laughs> I was, in fact, fucking Jeremy at the time, and that's how I got him. Wow. <laughs> nice. Wow. Is that why you had to move? <laughs> <laughs> you told me he was the only one for me, that lying son of a bitch. <laughs> like David Letterman's ex-wife said, Dave told me I was the only woman he'd ever cheat on. <laughs> oh, Wait, does Jeremy have red hair, yes or no? Yes. Thank Auburn. you. He's Auburn. in denial about the fact that he has red hair. He doesn't want to be a Podcast ginger. listeners, what do you think? <laughs> yes. I wouldn't say he's like a Lynn level. I'd say uh-huh. more Auburn. But yeah. Lynn our, is a girl who has red hair. And yeah. our biggest fan, although I don't think she listens to the podcast. No. He had to pull down his pants and check to see if he has any freckles on his ass. And if he does, that he's a redhead. Why don't we just whack his ass real hard so he feels he has to show it to us? It's, well, you want to see if the, the, the shingles carpet match the carpet? Yeah. <laughs> the shingles? The shingles. Right, yeah. If he has a skin condition, if it matches the carpet on the ground of his basement. It makes sense. So, you want to see if his sense. penthouse matches his basement? <laughs> Yep, the true origin of our name. <laughs> Talking about pubes and hair. Okay. Um, next. My basement's getting remodeled. <laughs> Mine hasn't been the same. I had hernia surgery. And ever since then, it's been like, like kind of like scorched earth in like a patch. 
and but everything else grows around it. So it's kind of like that patch of grass in your lawn. I'm seriously concerned. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of health issues you have I know. is very concerning, yeah. Let's get you some fruit. <laughs> He's now 75% non-organic material. Yes, yes. Mostly, I'm just all gout. I'm, yeah, all, that's what I'm, all, I'm all uric acid at this point. Mostly gout. He pees on his big toe. <laughs> We're taking too long. We have to make Rachel love Halloween. No, okay. We're here. We go. Next segment. <laughs> Halloween. We're. I. I love Halloween. I uh, first. Um. The first Halloween special that we did. I wasn't able to do it. So Jeremy and Dave did like a spooky episode. Then the next one we didn't have a podcast. So I did a Return of the Living Dead commentary track. Mm. People have downloaded it. <laughs> Um, so, so is it like a riff track thing? Like, similar, but yeah. it's more because I love that movie. Uh-huh. It's like one of my favorite horror movies. Um, it, it, I looked up, I did a bunch of research online about like trivia and stuff, and uh-huh. I like read that uh-huh. as the movie. Did went you on. tell people start now? So it yeah, was mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's in the description. Yeah, and they you, also played. Um, oh, what is that? Never mind. Oh, the, uh, Dark Side of the, the Moon. moon and they <laughs> Um, <laughs> You're gonna uh, edit that part, right? No, we're gonna keep that in. We gotta keep in uh, most people's foibles. Like, not just me sounds like an idiot. Um, I think you sound intelligent and nice. So I, oh, thank you. So looks or the, sounds can be deceiving. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Although I didn't like that you said when uh, we were we had the show something about our last podcast. I just want to point out that's Pete's show. Our last show, where we had us from the other thing. No, if I slap, if I slap a, Pete's an the intro host of that on, show. if I slap an intro on, it's ours, baby. Pete's totes deaf. The host. I, I cleared it with W O W The fishbowl. The thoughtbowl. You don't even know the name. It's a great show. That cereal bowl. I love it. You call it yay. I'm angry, and I am not good at podcasting. I like to just go tangential, talk over. It's all right. Okay. So Halloween, a favorite holiday. Last Halloween, we actually did a proper Halloween episode. Um, And this one, we're going to do the same. Ooh, spooky Halloween episode. How would you rate Halloween in your hierarchy of holidays, Zazie? Really and truly, this is not prompted. I've said it unprompted before. It's my number one. Number one Ooh. favorite holiday. Yes, same here. It's it's awesome. I mean, candy. Even ignore the scariness. Ignore everything else. You don't like costumes. You can go and get free candy from people. Sure, if you're under 12. I, no, I mean, you just look under 12. I, I think the costumes are Get on your knees and walk around. No, that's a different kind of candy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no. I love the costume part. That's my favorite. Yes. Thing. I like horror movies too. I mean, I, I, like, I, like all, I like everything. Every facet of Halloween. Now, there's one part of Halloween that I don't like and it's hilarious when you look at the... I forget what website puts it out, but they always do like 
the yearly edition of the uh, most ridiculous sexified costume. Oh, you mean like Consumption like, Junction? Like, like yeah, yeah. Did I just say that, uh, have, do you guys know what Consumption Junction is? No. Oh, is that, what is it? This is just one of the first like raunchy websites of oh. like aggregated ridiculous stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> mean, but like back in the 90s? Like, this would have been... Geosites. 2000, two, 2000s, two, early 2000s. Yeah, nice. My boobs run at an underage. What? <laughs> Look it up. Thus, living here in Carolina Park. You'll get put on a list. Wait, your I, underage boobs are on I was there? also, Jesus. well, we were wearing their Consumption Junction stickers. Mm-hmm. I was blonde at the time, platinum. One of my girlfriends, who's a redhead, and one of my girlfriends were Asian, and they had like something about all our hair. And wow, out. is that picture still on there? <laughs> So, Seem a little said, too interesting. <laughs> somebody did say that they <laughs> had seen the picture in a life. What's it called? Consumption <laughs> Junction. Wow. You're going to get put on a list, Rachel. Um, okay, yeah, Pete. I, you're, I mean, I, I know you've said it before. You're not a huge Halloween Oh, person, no, I love as a former yeah. Satanist agnostic <laughs> Jew. I was a Satanist for like... Maybe six years of my life. Oh, I was going to dabble in like yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the Dark Lord? Um, no, no. Had some interesting Ouija board experiences though. Ooh. I did just to interject again. Uh, <laughs> when I was growing up in Marietta, Georgia, we moved, and I didn't have any friends. And my mom was like, "It's cool. We'll have a sleepover at your new middle school." At the time. My brother had just switched from truly believing he was a vampire to really enjoying Wiccanism, which uh-huh. I do believe is a fine belief if that's yours. However, most people in Marietta, Georgia, home of the Big Chicken, largest building, John Surrey Baptist Church, did not think so. <laughs> and so my like little 13-year-old self was like, hey guys, hey! You want to be my friends? Come over. It's going to be so great. We, we, you know, we have a pool table. You want to see the pool table? And we came downstairs, and on the pool table was a salt circle oh, with a pentagram. Oh, oh. And then a little table with a melted candle and a dagger from whatever nice. the fuck my brother was Jesus doing in some wine. Christ. And I did not have, that was sixth grade. I didn't have like a friend again until eighth grade <laughs> when a couple of like the cool, the cool, the reject kids that I think think were the coolest and still some of my closest friends uh, were over and um, a female couple made out on our couch because they were my brother's friends and Mm -hmm. then I made other friends because people said I knew lesbians. Wow. Nice. Interesting. Popular girl. You're welcome. Go on. Uh, Yeah, I love Halloween because it's uh, it's anti-religion. But it's usually the aspects that religion shuns. So it's kind of like, um, you know, all the dark crevices of... Uh, <laughs> I like exploring those dark crevices yeah. of Halloween. Um, so yes, I, I love Halloween. Who doesn't? Well, one person doesn't. Now, Rachel, I think you made this case last Halloween special. Wait, you first asked me where I rank it in holidays, because I have a good answer. Where do you rank it in holidays? Just above Flag Day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have it above Arbor Day after this podcast. Where do you put Columbus Day? Columbus Day. Columbus Day is top top fifteen because it's right around my my dad and brother's birthdays. So we generally have a lot of family stuff. He's is a it, hack. Is it before or after <laughs> Halloween? 
and on your is list before good. Yes. Columbus Day then is, before. Christopher Columbus is not sure he directed the first Harry Potter movie, but Chris <laughs> Columbus not a great explorer or human. I've moved to call it Native People's Day. Yes, I would rather. I I've moved Native to People's call it day. the the week I take off from work every year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just do a day; I do the whole week. Well, then that's not the holiday tradition. <laughs> that's just enjoying time off of work. Yeah, that's just well, my 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 brother and dad's birthdays are then, so we usually do a family something. So and right now, I just want to escape my the life. Week of we the go week out of and kick some people out of their homes. <laughs> That's just that's called Airbnb nowadays. I mean, that's not. No, but they don't pay us. We just do it. Right. And we eat all their food. That's Airbnbs in the Midwest. We give them cigarettes. Force them to love Small us. Pot. And, and so name sports teams after us. Diseases yeah. all over the house. Oh, that's great. Um, okay, so candy. Come on. Candy is good. Well, do you, you know? Like candy corn. Do you know how much candy corn go. I've eaten this month? A lot. A lot. I bought a big bag and then got the flu, so I didn't want to share the bag with anyone because I felt it was full of germs. No. So I figured I had to eat it all. What? As a theater lover, how do do you like the exciting costume aspect? I no. brought this exact point. He did the last podcast. Like I was, which I listened to many times. Right. Yeah. I, it's top like, of my queue right now. Why? Your love of the theater. I'm doing the same exact thing that I did. The theater. The theater. Why don't you like the theater costume aspect of Halloween? So either I'm a hypocrite. Yes. Or I wanted to face my own fears. Mm -hmm. Or I'm nuts. I don't really know. Like, because I don't know what it is about the theater that draws me. There is something I find that's incredibly magical and incredibly, um, uh, like, just it really like hits me in a good place. Like sitting in the center of a stage in an empty theater just is like a yoga class to me or a good massage. Like mm -hmm. it just fills me with such a feeling that I can't even explain. Yes. To the lady in the front row. <laughs> All right. Question one. Do you like the plate cats? Follow up question. Do you like costume parties? Okay. Uh, I do enjoy cats. Did not appreciate that they got right up in my face to dance. Was a little uncomfortable the other night when Double Stuff came towards the crowd to improv near me. Yeah, I just you walked through the crowd as an and improviser. Yet, to be fair, I had a book and I was reading, so I tend not to look where I'm going when I'm reading. Mm, yeah. But no, we did. We got very in each other's faces. And yeah, I, I don't mind to be the instigator. As I said earlier, when I was in the costumes, I was okay. It's looking <laughs> at the people in the costumes that are problems. Do I like costume parties? No. And it's because of having all that theater background and the people getting way too into the characters. And then I don't get to know the people. Another that you—that's why you don't like the Renaissance Festival. I don't mind it because of the food and like most people aren't in costumes and I don't know what this dumb butt's gonna wear, but we'll figure it out. I feel like you're going court jester. Are Am you I right? The Renaissance Festival? Can I yeah. come? Yeah, you can come. Yeah, you have to buy tickets online before they sell it. I will. Maryland. Yeah. Y'all yep. want to come? And you can be our designated driver. Oh, fudge! Yeah, I'll be our designated <laughs> driver. Nobody pukes in my new car though. <laughs> okay. I bought a car a week ago. Nobody pukes. It is now insured, but it is not insured against your puke. I had an ex who was big into the Renaissance Festival, so I have a tire that was purchased there, um, like a fruity pirate shirt and my baggy MC Hammer pants. I have a Friar Monk. Oh, okay. If I still have it, I have to find it. I the last I time I went, I went with a friend of mine, mm -hmm. 
and she dressed in full boobs out regalia, mm -hmm. and I wore a punny math t-shirt, like nine out of every 10 people who commented on us commented on my shirt. It got to the point where she was like, why? Why am I dressed like this? <laughs> you are getting all of the attention. Well, to be honest, no matter what shirts you put on, Rachel, your boobs are great. They are. They're good. <laughs> it's true. Grew them myself. Well done. What did the shirt say? This was a uh, pumpkin pie. Oh, which I thought was potato yeah. pie. Well, you thought it was <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato pie. pie. But that was my replacement <laughs> pumpkin pie. The other one was like very clearly pumpkin pie, but my brother ruined it, so I made him buy me a new one. Nice. Okay, so what have you ever dressed up for Halloween? Have I? What? Have yes. So my mumsy was a sewer, seamstress, oh. sewing lady. Does mumsy mean mother in real world language. Yes. <laughs> we don't, we call our parents very strange things. Like my brother and I call them the parents. Right. Um, Father is daddy-o. I call them pops. Pops. I mean, that's not as weird as mumsy, but go on. Okay. So, um, so anyway, uh, she made me a court jester costume that I wore mm -hmm. for a very long time yeah. until I outgrew it. Surely and then, Huge night court fan. I don't, but don't call me Shirley. Yeah. It is quotable. What up? As predicted. Uh, airplane for shiz. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to go on instruments from here. That was on the <laughs> list. Yeah. Was on the list. So, um, and then uh, prior to that, when I was six, by the way, I grew out of the court gesture at seven. When I was six, I went with um, my new friend because I had just moved. And I went as a butterfly and I made my wings myself out of like coat hangers and yeah. like fabric. You've only been a butterfly and a court gesture? And a court gesture? Yeah. Wow. And a pumpkin shirt. No, that was at the Ren Fair. Was that wasn't Halloween sanctioned. Have you ever worn a costume in any other capacity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been in plays. I mean, yeah, I have a degree in theater. Yeah, but have you worn a costume? Mm -hmm. How about in a any type of romantic setting? Have you ever dressed up as... As uh, in my birthday suit, sure. Oh no, I had some type role of role play. Yeah, like role play. Like. Are you a furry? That's what he wants to know. <laughs> no, we already discussed that I'm not going to furry con. But <laughs> yeah. com you competitions are not competitions. And not good at furry con. Con. Yeah. You could be one no. of the only furries that is ashamed of being a furry. <laughs> are they not often ashamed? They I do mean, have their faces hidden. Well, I mean, no, that's part, that's of, part of it. Yeah, I think there are people who are absolutely open and proudly. But I feel I like there are also people who are ashamed. I, I feel like I wouldn't be the only one. If you wear the fursuit without the mask, you're just cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a snuggie at that point. Right, yeah. So, oh, come goodness. on. Come on now. Oh, now I'm thinking way too much about how these costumes are made because I'm coming at it from like a technical theater I, point of view and I'm thinking way well, too much about like... Well, they all have boners under the costume. No, but well, I mean... So you gotta have access. I, see, I am access. like from a family. My brother is yes. uh, old Rennies, art fair renaissance artist mm -hmm. and artist for the cons of which they make like the head mask and, and different like paper mache mm. things for furries. So, ah. so I am deeply into the subculture. <laughs> and I, I've never participated in a furry sexness, but... Mm. I don't discriminate, and I think that people are proudly furries. I, I didn't say some people weren't proud. I just felt that there were some people who also were not. Yeah, I was a children's performer who dressed in these costumes, too. So, like, people would always ask if I was, like, 
a furry or what? something. What? Oh, <laughs> what does that mean by children's performance? Like, you like, like someone had a birthday party, parties. like, oh, we want to have oh, Mickey Mouse. Nice. So I would dress as uh, Mickey Mouse. Gotcha. And I was Mickey Mouse, Dora the Explorer. Were you a clown? Big Bird? No. Because I didn't have good uh, balloon twisting skills. Oh my god, I make amazing balloon animals. Oh, I am clown trained. <laughs> you know what else I do that I learned from a clown? When you drop Burn an yourself. object, <laughs> no. Back to it. When you when you drop an object, you go stay. Huh? You point at the object, you go stay. Like so. That's why it's such a popular art form. I know. Don't you love a clown? <laughs> what are your thoughts on like punny costumes that you have to figure out as a puzzle lover? I like to watch them on sitcoms. Well, I don't want to be in presence. I had this. a costume. Last year, that was Little Redneck Riding Hood. Now, you mm. might have appreciated that. I had a mullet wig. I wore flannel. And then I also had a, a basket and a uh, Little Red Riding Hood red hood and, like, half cape. Wow. And they, we went to see Rocky Horror Picture Show, and they called me on stage as, uh -huh. like, one of the best costumes. Did you have a MAGA hat on? A no, I did not. Uh -huh. That Can you figure out what this one was, Rachel? The best costume I've ever done? Mm. Um, I wore all black, head to toe. I Emo. Wore, yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wore Death by Emo dingly music. boppers, like with a, not even dingly boppers, it was just a headband with pipe cleaners. I wore oversized sunglasses. I wore a Superman cape. I wore angel's wings, and then I duct taped a big A S across my front. Because I was super fly. <laughs> ah! Ooh. Nice. It's a puzzle. It's funny. It's good. Do you love Halloween now? Those are good when there's something else. Can I can I tell you so so you know I teach and so Halloween is the day where I have to put on my brave face because you know kids not only will come to school in costumes but they'll stay after school for help. So you're working with a guy wearing like full mummy makeup and you're like, don't puke, just help him, just just help him. No, you can't touch my pencil. Does it creep you out that much? Oh my god, it's like. I burn so many calories just out of fear, but I really do keep it together as best I can. Mm. Yeah, but wait, like oh, I want to tell my funny story. I know, but really quickly, yeah. and then we'll go back to it. Do you like riding roller coasters? Uh, only when I'm on enough anti-anxiety medicine. Okay, go on. <laughs> Um, they should have featured you on the website Interjection Junction. <laughs> That's a really weird porn site. <laughs> it's just like people walking into sections like, hey, what's going on in here? Oh, gotta go. <laughs> I did that to my parents my whole childhood. <laughs> mom. <laughs> Hi, Zazie's mom. You need a button that says I that. I am the worst. Okay, go so on my funny story, story yeah, though, yeah. so it was... I'm, I'm hoping it was Halloween and uh, we have normally about 30 kids but there were it was one of those days where like all the juniors were in assembly first so I was down to like 15 kids and I'm teaching and I have my back slightly turned and I see this like red thing just like tiptoeing across the room it's better if you have visual this girl is dressed as a giant ketchup bottle she's sitting on one side of the room and she wants to go sit next to her friend but rather than ask 
or have the friend who's not dressed as a ketchup bottle sneak over to her, she decides to tiptoe across the room while my back is turned and I would never notice. So I turn around and I was like, what are you, what are you doing? So she like freezes mid tiptoe in the middle of the room. Like she can't see me. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I just wanted to go sit over there. And I was like, but you're dressed as a giant ketchup bottle. How am I not going to see you tiptoeing across the room? Just go sit over there. And she was like, oh. Like, I guess it wasn't as much fun. Maybe she thought you were like red, green, colorblind and you wouldn't see her. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> you're, you're giant and red. You must blend in with the surroundings. <laughs> well, the giant and green would, though. Which one? Yeah. Red or green? Uh, okay, so do you like Halloween yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, we made a compelling case. You don't like horror movies either. That's full stop. Yeah, I, like well, them. I mean, I do live in a constant state of anxiety, so I don't feel the need really? for more anxiety. I, I do need them pre-screened. So help me out here. I have seen The Sixth Sense, mm -hmm. though I had to see it with someone who could tell me when there were going to be, like, dead bodies hanging or stuff so that I could choose to close my eyes or not. Mm -hmm. um, get out. What kind of horror movie is that? Because I've like listened to a bunch of stuff about it and like I'm kind of interested because it's sometimes described more like as a thriller or as like a like a social thriller like like I was listening to who directed it. Oh, Thank you. Thank, Thank you. So uh yeah, I was Jordan Jordan Peele. Thank you. I was listening to him describe it, and he was talking about how it was like like the Stepford Wives and stuff like that. And I've seen movies like that, so I was like, oh, I would watch that. But then everyone else described it as like a horror movie. I'm just wondering if it's mismarketed or could I handle it? I haven't seen it. What? I've seen it. I want to I think see it's it. one of the best movies that's been out in the past 50 years. No spoilers. Is that just. I, no, I'm just kidding. I've <laughs> seen it. And Is it better I'll, than Princess Bride? <laughs> what I will say is, I'm I am really scared of scary movies. I get to I'll watch horror movies that are old, and I kind of like can watch for history's sake for mm -hmm. fun. But if like I will not watch Saw, The Ring. I had to stay at a friend's house for like two weeks. Yeah, I'm not watching that. I have yeah. seen pieces of Saw though, yeah, but just pieces. So yeah, ghosts scare me. I don't want to think about them. But with that movie, I I didn't leave scared necessarily or afraid of ghosts like by the end of it but throughout the movie it's super fucking creepy and you are waiting for the next like attack to come for you and you are waiting for like a slasher and sometimes there's that feeling okay so your heart rate would get way up you yeah. during the movie you it would be intense okay after the movie I'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think he even said he plays with a lot of the, the dynamics that exist in all the horror genre. Mm -hmm. So there is that build up to stuff and the like the fake reveal and, and the, a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. if you're like scared of horror movies, it, it could be like the worst potpourri of things because okay. he's throwing every you know everything from like The Shining, Amityville Horror. It's almost like a hodgepodge of like that The Shining, you know. A real suspenseful type thing. So yeah, I, I have not seen The Shining, but there's but some I comedy. There's, the a, lot of, there's a lot of comedy in there. I think some of the comedy in there might kind of yeah. help you with it, though. I don't remember who I saw it with, but whoever it was, they have claw marks in their arms for sure. For me, like <laughs> bracing myself for what was ever about to happen. Oh boy. Yeah, it was. It's pretty. Yeah. 
Okay, so. Oh, 100% is really good. Yeah, and his director's commentary is one of the best things. But I've seen, I mean, I've listened to like two interviews with him about it, but I'm not going to lie to you, Rachel. I was skeptical of you for a long time of your susceptibility to factors outside of like mass destruction. And (laughs) I didn't follow any of that sentence. Well, just. Bush did (laughs) 9 11. No, I just. Rachel often talks about, like, oh, I'll get a migraine if I do this, or I'll sure like, do this, or go over. You are very susceptible to things happening to you quickly. Yes. And I don't want to be responsible for you going into, like, a full-on sweat migraine panic attack in the movie. That's all I'm saying. Good call. Yeah. Good call. So, do you like Halloween? <laughs> and as somebody who knows it about you, you should come to a Halloween party with me. Mm. Some I mean, music. You don't have to. It's gonna be great. You don't have to. I usually do lock myself in, in my room. Can I tell you though? If something happens to you at this party, we don't want you to sue the Penthouse Basement Podcast <laughs> or their affiliates can, at all. Can I tell you my favorite play? That's right, LLC. That I ever saw, and I saw it twice. Sweeney is a Todd. horror play. I do like Sweeney Todd, but it's called The Woman in Black. And I actually, I oh, like it play? so much. Yeah, don't the movie. I don't know what the hell that thing was doing. I didn't watch it because okay. what the hell it's got was Harry that? In it. Yeah, I'm aware, but like, I don't know what storyline they were using. It was a typical like. Yeah, but it wasn't the play at all. The play is just phenomenal, like so good that I want to put it on, and I want to put it on at a bonfire using only flashlights as light, like, and it will be scary. Um, but again, I don't mind being a perpetrator. But um, <laughs> but I saw it twice. Like, and it's one of those like where you jump like and scream during the play, and it's a live play, you know, because there's scream sound effects and like, and it's just a two person, two man play, mm-hmm. two men and a ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's so good. It's just yeah, I saw it twice. It's just amazing. I is have the play. Three men and a baby. Is it? <laughs> it is. It is. It is. But two the baby's a, a ghost. ghost. Oh nice. <laughs> Um, Tom Selleck, callback. With the mustache. <laughs> <We go. Yeah. laughs> I hate it. Uh, all right. I have to, as the interjector, say, David, cut me out of some shit because none of you, I need the two of you to make a pitch to Rachel is why she loves Halloween. <laughs> well, um... I mean, candy. You love candy corn. Like yeah. I love candy, period. You, you can, I eat a lot of candy. Yeah, like I would say that that is tied to Halloween, like, inexplicably. Like, you cannot... They go hand in hand. Santa to Christmas. Right, yes. It's or like, candy to Christmas, because I love Christmas candy, because it's peppermint chocolate, and that is my favorite. Right, but, like... Would you say that candy is more synonymous with Christmas or Halloween? I would say Halloween. Yeah. Because also, it's... sorry, chocolate M and M's. We've been eating the whole time. We've been eating Christmas M and M's. I would like to point out. <laughs> Damn it! Not Halloween M and M's. Not Halloween M and M's. The fact that those are still on sale. No, I bought them the day after Christmas last year on sale. So they're super old. As Pete calls it, Jewish Christmas. Jewish. No, you know Jewish Halloween is November first when all the Halloween candy goes on sale. Oh, nice. That's my. Nice. That's good. That's where I bought them. My life-size skeleton, eleven dollars. Wow. It's like nine. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking of skeletons, my friend was moving. He has, and he's like, I'm, I'm getting rid of some things. 
He's like, I have something in my closet. He's like, I can't give it to you, but if you make me a reasonable offer, you can have it. It's a real deal skeleton that he got from, he works at American University, yeah. and the medical department threw it out because it's missing like two or three things. Yeah. It's a real deal Skeleton. I'm so regretting that I didn't get my hundred dollars for it. Because it was, so you two both want to literally have skeletons in your closet. Mine is a CBS one. It's not. This was. I mean, you felt it, and it was like real deal bone. The skull was real. Like I said, I think it was missing two or three things. So the medical department. I mean, the medical. Yeah, the medical department at American University couldn't use it because it wasn't complete. Yeah. So they basically tossed it. He, what like, were you going to do with the skeleton piece? I have no idea. Well, it, it was just freaking cool. You can do the same things that I do with mine and just dress it up. Yeah, <laughs> I could. <laughs> Did you say skull fucking? No, Rachel? I didn't say that. That was Ozzy from Rachel the kitchen. Rachel hasn't even been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> she was the first to reference skull fucking. Just going to point that out from the background. Okay. Well, it's after nine. Probably you guys have to get going. Probably no. No. Do you I must do, be in bed before midnight. Do you want to do like a quick Halloween movie pitch? Yeah. Scary movie pitch. Yes. Okay. Alrighty. Hopefully, we have assuaged you to liking Halloween over Flag Day. Well, it was already over, Flag, already Day. over Flag Day. Now I'm gonna put it just over. Arbor Day? Sure. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with a late holiday. You, I Arbor like Arbor Day. Day. Can I hear this you. out? You don't. Yeah, Columbus with the baby. Day is uh, Monday. October. Yeah, so October. Sure. 10th, right? 9th. 9th. But that's you know it moves coming, around. That's this coming okay. Monday, right? So the Monday. So how about this? You can love the first Monday or the second Monday of October, whatever it is that Columbus Day falls on as your family get together birthday in between her day. Now where do you rate Columbus Day? No matter what, it could be any, you'll always get to love that day more than everything else. But separate Columbus Day from it. Just hate Columbus Day. Well, oh, Columbus I was Day. like, where are we going? No, Christmas I'm down with hating Columbus. I'm person. cool with that, but yeah. uh, you know, it gets me out of work. I'm cool. He's an asshole. Um, okay. What would you say from the horror movies that you've seen, and you've seen some, and you know of things, what would be your most terrifying horror movie, Rachel? Terrifying horror movie. Yes. Definitely with clowns. clowns. Okay, so uh, it's set at a circus, or that's one of the locations, or a clown college. No, I like education. Okay. Circus. Circus. Yeah. Although I do think that has I don't know if there's been a horror movie set at a clown college. Ooh. There probably hasn't. So, because I, those are fun, happy places. Well, think, says we, Wayne Gacy. <laughs> John, John, Wayne Gacy. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. So okay, so um, circus has that been done? I don't know if that's been done. The killer clowns from outer space. Wasn't that about? Yeah. Okay. So we want to have it. But I'm picturing something with the rings of the circus. Mm -hmm. So you get like the ring in there and the clowns. See, I'm just, I'm putting all the movies together. Right. Into one giant mashup of nasty. Did you see the ring? No, I didn't see the ring. (laughs) I don't think it was that scary. Are you kidding me? I saw the commercial. 
That Saucy was gonna be just my came thing. out of her bed well, the other yeah, I guess day. when she came out of the TV, that was pretty Dude, good. my if you were asking my scary thing, I'll go ahead and interject. <laughs> well, no. First, I want to say uh, the ring. I know of people that um, the the very first scare when it shows the uh, dead cousin, I think, or niece. And they open up the closet, and she's there as like a zombie, like oh, like that is a moment that has traumatized oh, yeah, many people. Yeah. Um, well, how old were you when the ring came out? I was in college. Oh, you were, and yeah. you, you still found it terrifying. Like yeah, I did. Huh. Um, it's creepy. I don't know if the special effects I, hold up, but well, my scare. I would say my number one scary is dead ghost children, like mm-hmm. that are angry, like that. Mm. If you have that in a movie. But so maybe we could have like a child evil clown, like a little kid zombie clown. Chucky, mm-hmm. if you will. No, he's a doll. We want. And a clown. What about preteen? No, he's not a clown. What are you I talking mean, about? I mean, how do you define clown? I think he's a silly, ridiculous caricature of a person. No, but I'm talking makeup. All right. Everything. Like okay, so right, zombie zombie child. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? Is this this is too this is too Zombies real. don't scare me, it's ghosts. And I literally like I can't listen to a ghost story. I have a legit I don't even believe in them, but then I get nervous saying that I don't believe in them because I'm worried that they're gonna kill me in my sleep. I've had I only believe in good ghosts. People pass away in my life like that Casper. Would be, No, I've had people pass away in my life that are would be good ghosts and I'll be like, Miss you buddy, don't ever appear to me. <laughs> Please. I don't know what it is. It's like some people have spiders. I have ghosts I don't believe in. Scare the shit out of me. Yeah. I believe in spiders. <laughs> oh, really? Do you believe that dinosaurs became before Christ? Mm, yeah. What? Isn't it Christ a ghost? Isn't? Now who's religionist? Oh, I never <laughs> claim to not be a religionist. <laughs> Big time. Pete, what would be in your most terrifying horror movie? Oh, um... Boy. Say... What would the soundtrack be? Um, Marilyn Manson, of course. (laughs) I don't see why. Marilyn Manson should be in every other horror movie, and I think he's missing out on an opportunity to... Is he still active? Oh, yeah. yeah. He actually got injured in a stage accident a couple days ago. I mean, a he's... Prop, like, fell out of my you think he's going to be in any Wonder Years reunions? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, ultimate, the ultimate... The ultimate... The ultimate... The ultimate... And he also removed one of his ribs so he can give he himself He did date one of the girls from uh, <laughs> the... Which show? What was that called? Charm? Charm? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Rose. Rose McGowan. McGowan. Yeah. Yeah. So who was he supposed to be on Wonder Years? His buddy Paul. Yeah. Paul yeah. from Wonder yeah. Years. Oh yeah. come on! But <laughs> it's like the urban myth. Um, it's not true, sadly. Somebody uh, sing the lyrics to one Marilyn Manson song. Uh, the beautiful people. The beautiful oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was Nine Inch Nails, but no. Well, Nine Inch Nails produced. He produced that album, so uh, it's have a Nine Inch Nails feel. To didn't it. he do a remake of a Sweet Dreams mm-hmm. of Anything? Okay. Yes, he that's, did. That's, that's a long time ago. That's yeah. two Marilyn Manson songs that we know. Turn uh, did you ever hear Rosie no O'Donnell? I asked the question because I used to wear a Marilyn oh, Manson skirt, shirt to middle school, thanks to my bro, and could not name a Marilyn Manson oh, song wow. right now. 
Maya Shale, sure. She looks like the type that would have a salt pentagram on her poster. <laughs> well, I totally embraced it after that. I met good people because of it. Yeah. yeah. Three years later. Not crazy. Okay, so my thing, um, I don't like enclosed spaces. Mm. Like claustrophobia. Yeah, so there's like, um, I forget what movie it is. I think it's Don't like, you work in tunnels? Oh, um, no. Buried okay. underground? Or? No. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Yes, I think. Oh, that was what so I was saying. There was yeah, a scene yeah. where he That's gets. That's not a porn? He gets. <laughs> the Serpent and the Rainbow. No. Um, he gets locked in a Buried, coffin. And he's like, yes. I'm not dead. And that guy like scratches the dirt yeah, and like digs it Yeah. That was a pretty scary movie. That, yeah. was, that was a pretty scary movie. Yeah, look that up. Was Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton mm. is in that movie? Pullman. <laughs> Bill Pullman. Right, yeah. What's your the guy sc- from Space What's Balls? your scariest movie? Yeah. That, yes. I, that I've ever seen? That yeah. might be up there, Serpent in the Rainbow. That was pretty fucking... No, no. Altered States. Have you ever seen that? No, what's that about? Uh, it's with... Oh, he was in The Big Chill. He's been in, like, so many other things. Jeff Goldblum. I was no. afraid to see The Big Chill because um, I thought it was a horror movie. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kline. No. The blind guy that's not Jeff Goldblum or Kevin Kline. No. Kevin Rob Costner. Lowe? No. The guy who plays the actor friend that had the mustache. Ladies and gentlemen, this is brought to you by People Without the Internet. (laughs) We have the internet. I'm looking up Big Chill Cat. So so Alfred State is about this uh, uh, psychologist. He's studying, might might be at New York University, and he takes LSD and goes into the sensory deprivation-like tanks. And all of a sudden, starts to have these crazy like visions of like. Kevin Klein. Crime. No. Okay. I just said that one. Just like oh, altered states. No. Oh, oh altered states. Yeah. So he has these crazy visions of like Christ be- and him like stabbing people and like That's- goats with like all these eyes. It was like a really freaky. I can't really freaky Im- movie. imagine be like it's freaky to just think about being on LCD with. Oh no! And I, the first time I saw Kelsey it, I was on LSD. Me and my friend were on LSD oh, the first God. time we watched it, and he was terrified to leave my house afterwards. <laughs> One of the most scary experiences I've ever had in my life was: Have you guys ever watched The Aristocrats? No. Oh God! I don't I get that joke. joke. I know the joke. It's yeah. not a joke. It's well, they did funny. a documentary. Yeah, I know of it. Uh huh. And I was fucking blazed. Like, I was smoking bong ribs all day, and I'm not good at smoking pot at all. Is that similar to the McRib? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> um, that's not me. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> okay. Um, William Hurt, by the way. William I, sur- Hurt, I spent the entire time being like, is it okay to laugh at this? Is this funny? Oh my god, is it funny that it's funny? I'm a bad person, I'm a bad person. Like, it was... I was like, I wish I wasn't high. Why am I high? Why am I doing this? <laughs> Hours of my life. Don't do that high, people. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, I wouldn't recommend seeing that movie. I mean, unless you want to see Bob Saget tell a really filthy joke. Well, that's the only reason to see it. Just well, go John to a Bob Stewart Saget has show. Tommy right, yeah, but if you don't want to be seen at a Bob Saget show. <laughs> well, another what's up yo that we didn't get to. I liked oh, Gilbert Godfrey's cameo during... Uh, the Hugh Hefner roast. Former SNL cast member Gilbert Gottfried also. Yep. Truth. Yep. It's funny. He tells a story in the plugging the Live from New York book about how he used to be ashamed because he was on one of the like worst casts in oh, history. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
like he used to not want to talk about it, but then like the show's been on for so long and everybody runs to get every cast runs together. Like people would come up to him and be like, "Man, I love that sketch you did with Sherry and Terry." Uh-huh. And it's like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm just now part of the SNL family." family. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that horrible couple yeah. seasons. <laughs> He's just always gonna be the parent from the Lion King. Right. Yeah. He can't do anything else. Yeah. I mean, and he was on the horrible season post-original cast, pre-Eddie Murphy. Murphy. So yeah. that's, oof. Yeah. <laughs> so very pre. Time? Was that uh, the same time? No, it was a little later. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't until the early 80s. I, that was not Jeremy. That was Ozzy. <laughs> that was we, Ozzy. We, we're all drinking beer, and we have all the empty cans in a pentagram, <laughs> and we're trying to summon Jeremy. That was not him. It's true. Get your sunglasses out of the pentagram, and then we might, it might work. <laughs> Any more useless SNL trivia you need? Uh... The very, had, first, the very first one who was on, who was... George Carlin. Oh, wow. Very good. Uh, who did the Mayberry song. You were going to answer the question? Oh, uh, Andy yeah. Kaufman. Duh. Yeah. Uh, I actually had the SNL trivia, like, Trivial Pursuit. Oh, wow. And it is... Not the SNL DVD Trivial Pursuit. It is oh, wow. so Bring high. it. It is outrageously high. Bring it. And especially because it came out in the 90s, so it's like... Oh, then no. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's through the 70s, though. No, I understand that, but like, like it's not weird through the side references that yeah, like come out. Yeah. Pretty tough. 75% of the questions answers are Steve Martin. Because <laughs> he was like, yeah, a lot of people thought he was a cast member because he was on there. Yeah, he just he was hosted so billions of times. Was Martin Short a cast member? Yes. He only hosted <laughs> eight times, it's been pointed out. Who? Steve Martin? No, Martin Short. He was a cast member. He was a cast member. I know, but so he, never, he, he still hasn't been in the 10 Timers Club. Oh. Nobody cares. I do. Oh, I just didn't meant about Martin Short. Actually, I've read his book. Um, did anybody the watch the season premiere of SNL? I did. Yeah, I did. Thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. I still think at this point the best the best section of it is the uh, the weekend. Yeah, the, the yeah, update, yeah. The update thing. Well, like, and here's the thing about Kate McKinnon, which she was clearly the most pop, the best She's SNL amazing. cast. Member. Although I love Cecily Strong, <coughs> love her. Agreed. Do you think we are over-inflating Kate McKinnon because she's the best of a extremely weak cast? No. Or is she genuinely talented? No, she's genuinely talented. I think she's the because look at the movie Wig, she's done too. I don't get me into Kristen Wiig. You don't like her. I think her post SNL stuff is infinitely better than anything she did on. I think the show. she's the. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think uh, her Kate McKinnon is, is the. Uh, you, the uh, what was the movie with her brother? No, the other one was her brother. Oh, the uh, skeleton key. No. With Bill Hader. No, with uh. Which was depressing. Was <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to watch it. Her brother like collected crabs and had like a little stand. Saving Private Ryan. In in New Jersey. Hey, mm. you got crabs. <laughs> yeah. Is that the movie? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to look it up right now. I know you shouldn't do any fact-checking on a podcast. Who else is famous on? There's no one else that's really that famous in that movie. Her, the woman who plays her mother, she's been in things, but she's not really famous. So she was like a playwright, and she had like a real nice life in New York. Then like a boyfriend broke up with her. Then she tried to kill herself, but she really didn't try to kill herself. Then she had to move in with her mother, and her mother's like a habitual gambler. 
I thought that was the skeleton key room. Was that the skeleton key? Maybe not. It was the not skeleton the... twin. Yeah. The skeleton twins. With Bill Hader? No, no. No, no it's okay. not with Bill Hader. No, no. Let's do it. Welcome to me. Mm, I think that was one where she won the lottery and like had like a TV show. Hate ship, love ship? Could be that one. <laughs> None of these posters <laughs> feature her next to a crab, which I would assume would hand... be on the poster. Now you look it up, then, right. Pete. Um. <laughs> I'll just ask Siri. Yes. Christian Wig and her brother who sells crabs. Christian Wig, that's just what Jesus puts on when he goes out on the town. He didn't really have long hair. He was really bald. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could grow his hair out and then shrink it back in. He was the original party. At Christian Jack. Wig and her brother who sold crabs on the New Jersey Shore. <laughs> He was like, I keep Here's getting bombarded with this question. Here you go. I did. We keep talking over. Nobody say anything so Pete can get this one. Christian Wig and her brother who sold. Hold on, her name. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> may I? May I, Pete? Do you mind? May I? How do I say? Talk to it. Go ahead. Oh. Don't you have a I'm already doing it. How do I... Just talk. Well, I know, but how do I make it start over? Boobs. All right. Kristen Wig <laughs> and her brother who sold crabs. Boobs. They went Kristen Wig too fast. Yeah. They're like, oh, Kristen Wig. Ghostbusters. Kristen Wig movie <laughs> where her brother showed, sold crabs. Showed his crabs to her. Girl Most Likely? Yes. Ah, I did see it. Right. I did yes. see it. Annette Betty, like somebody you might know from uh, something. That's, that's her mother? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and she's been in some stuff. Matthew <laughs> on Oscars. I oh, yeah, that's yeah. some stuff. Matt Me? Dillon. Oh, Me? that's right. Matt Dillon played her, her mom's uh, boyfriend. I totally forgot about Matt Dillon. These are the reasons boy. why you should fact check. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, are these four elderly people that don't know technology? <laughs> Christian Wig. <laughs> That's right. Ah, uh, yes. I need to look my best for church. Let me put on my Christian wig. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, well, I just got Rachel's name right. Uh, we got a new sketch. Serena. The Christian Wig. Um. Okay, so, um, so we need to combine everybody's fears. Did we say what your fear was? Yeah. Well, dead children. Yes. Ghost, ghost children. How ghost about I just children. list the things I'm not afraid Angry of? Angry ghost children. Angry ghost children. <laughs> Actually, uh, ghost. Being trapped in a coffin. What was yours, Pete? Um, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. So Paul from One to Years. <laughs> and... What your deepest? Fear. Let's just go people in costumes. People in costumes. Okay, so it would or be. Or says people in costumes. Okay. So, it be, so it would be a clown college throwing a, a year end cost semester end costume. Maybe it should party. be a clown high school so that they can be creepy kids or clown elementary school. Because they gotta yes. be creepy kids for Zaza. How would you clown feel about, How would you feel about like going to a con festival like a con? No, college? don't know. Mm -mm. Okay. 
So you wouldn't go to AwesomeCon? Mm -mm. Okay, I had this student who was so into AwesomeCon. He spent like all year designing his costumes and like every week would come by with an update on his costume, his drawings, his pictures of his costumes. And boy, did I pretend that I thought that I was amazing. <laughs> but in my heart of hearts, I was thinking, good God, never come to me again. <laughs> if I fulfilled every one of my mom's wildest dreams and had the babies with a cisgender male mm. as my husband uh, and then you as the godmother clearly Aww. came over and helped me give out candy to the children who were so excited yeah I don't mind giving out the candy okay mm. so you have a there is she loves Halloween now yeah yeah I know but, but in my new apartment no kids come for candy the, the first year I waited, nobody. The second year I put out a bowl of candy when I got home, still a full bowl of candy. They don't even take the candy. There are no kids. Gentlemen, <laughs> if you're single and you want to fear or cure Rachel's fear of Halloween, you just need to court me, be awesome, impregnate me, <laughs> marry me, and then we will have a lovely picturesque scene so that Rachel can finally enjoy Halloween. It's such an easy process. It's so easy. Oh, is that all? Yeah, that's I all can't, The reunion episode <laughs> 2025 is going to be pretty adorable. So the movie would be, um, what do we say, like a preschool or a preschool? <laughs> High school. A high school Halloween party, and I guess it would be a murderous, uh, w one of the, back in like the 1800s, uh, during uh, the school's like first year of the Halloween party. And you're buried under the gym? A, a child was killed. No. A child is buried. I think it is. In a clown costume. Clown that costume. the janitor has impregnated a student, and to hide the evidence... Buries it under, like, makes an underground Ooh. system. Wait, the baby? The baby, uh -huh. who grows up and eventually dies somehow because living underground of a school is a bad idea. Isn't that oh, just a plot of Phantom of the Opera? I liked it. It's like a live, like, the, the, no, the like, baby gets delivered. The baby gets delivered. Yeah, she. Obviously. The woman also is hidden. So they just live in the sewers, under Correct. the school, foraging, like, eating rats. She and dies in childbirth. Okay, oh, yes. Wow. Does her ghost, is her ghost involved in any way in this? No, she is a not present mother. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, she's a bad mom. Got it. So, and then the baby sort of grows up. What age are we thinking is the creepiest in your eyes? Five or six. I was going to say seven, but now that you say it, five or six, yeah. 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 Well, we yeah. don't want it to get to eight because then... Seven, eight, nine. And <laughs> <So, laughs> so, but no, no, no. Nobody kicked me. Nobody kicked me off. Of so anyway, um, so murderous ghost child dressed as a clown. So how does it get the clown costume? Maybe he's like looking for. He's dressed in rags. Cause it's he, in a theater. Yes, yes, so it's in a theater. I yeah, swear yeah. it's Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> no, I think it's that his dad is trying to be like, oh, it's totally fun down here. 
You're having so much fun before yeah. he gets like oh, yeah, stomped out. Oh yeah, it's like the movie with that Italian guy when his son in the concentration. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what uh, I was thinking of actually. Is <laughs> it Beautiful Life? Yeah, it's yeah. Like that. <laughs> beautiful. He won an Oscar for it. The Jews, <laughs> the Jews, they're way smarter than us. Right. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so and then to get his revenge, say 150 years later, or however many years, 200 years later, he goes on a murderous rampage with the current. Uh, class and one of the ways that he kills the kids is he wants them to feel the same um, uh, fear that he felt living down in the cramped sewer so what he does is ah. he like traps them mm -hmm. in like various places yes. questions Ozzy or a suggestion yeah. has to happen Probably 1998, mm -hmm. so that there are a lot of goth people into Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Wow. And so that the Spice Girls can play at any time possible. Because <laughs> if you want to be my lover, yeah, I'll marry Zazie and make Rachel on Halloween. <laughs> That's great. All right. I think that was a successful Halloween episode, which will contain plenty of editing. Uh, I'd like to thank my guests. Zazie, Rachel, Pete. And here's your spooky host, David Lamason. Thanks for listening and happy Halloween! Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.